So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who built our businesses from the ground up, who spend our own capital, who want to make a huge impact on this world while creating a great income? Those are the questions we will answer in this podcast. My name is David Asarno, and welcome to Get Naked in Business. I'm glad you're here. Now it's time to get naked. Hey everyone, this is David Sarno. You are watching Funnel Secrets Behind the Scenes, and I happen to be here with Drew Manning from Fit to Fat to Fit. <laughs> Excited to be here, man. Thanks for having me. It's, it's our pleasure. Now, Drew, most people who are watching this right now are probably expecting us to go into the weight loss story, sure. and, <laughs> and we will get to that. However, one of the things that's totally amazing is your business success story. Mm. And so I'd like to go there first, if that's okay. Sure. Now, it, we all know that it's about one of three things, the hook, the story, or the offer. Mm -hmm. You have an amazing hook story and offer. Yeah. How did you come up with that idea for that hook and that story right in the beginning? So I didn't know it was going to be a hook you know, <laughs> until like years later when Russell's like, hey, that's a great hook. But so what happened was, you know, I grew up in a family of 11 brothers and sisters and I played football and wrestling from a very young age. So I never once experienced what it was like to be overweight. 2009, I became a personal trainer, <clears throat> and here I was, someone who had never been overweight, trying to help people who grew up their entire life out of shape or overweight. And there was a disconnect, and I couldn't understand why it was so hard for them just to do what I was trying to tell them to do. And they would tell me, you know, you, you know, Drew, you don't understand what it's like because for you it's always been easy, and for, for us or me it's hard. And I kind of took that to heart, and I thought maybe there's something I need to learn as a trainer to better understand my clients. That's and so. For whatever reason, I was just this idea popped up in my head, man. It was like this light bulb moment where this light bulb goes off and it's like, you should do this. And I felt like it was a calling. So getting fat on purpose, as ridiculous and crazy as that sounds, it made sense in my mind. I felt like I was being called to do it. So I did it, not knowing what would happen. I didn't have a marketing strategy. I didn't have uh, you know, media connections with Dr. Oz or Jay Leno. I just had a passion and I knew my why behind trying to do it. And I, I, the only thing I, I learned how to do was start a YouTube channel and a Facebook page and a website, right? And okay. did all that myself. And then here we are today. <laughs> well, it's interesting because we talked about understanding your audience and really uh, you have to be able to speak to them. Mm -hmm. So what you didn't even realize, I, I guess you did because you understood why you were doing it. Yeah. It, it enabled people to, you, your relatability factor changed yes. greatly. And I, I, by the way, we happen to be at a marketing conference, we're at a marketing conference for doctors you and I are both speaking at. Yeah. And one of the things you talked about is what's your relatability factor. Yeah. That, how did that change things for you? Yeah, it was crazy because as I was doing this journey, people saw how humbled I was, right? They saw how hard it was for me and mm -hmm. that made them trust me so much more. And, and it, people would tell me all the time, like, we looked at you as just another six pack abs trainer yelling at us, telling us we're fat until you did this. And then it felt like people would tell me like you came down the mountain on our level and, and helped a lot of us climb up that mountain. And that's what made the huge, the biggest difference for my followers was that relatability factor. Mm -hmm. And you know, my intention was just to try and better understand. And I left the whole experience having more empathy, more respect and a better understanding. And people, especially in this industry, they want to feel like the person that's leading them cares about them and understands their struggles. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, you know, but it's really, <clears throat> it's really interesting when you think about it, because the people who are watching this here, they're entrepreneurs, they're budding entrepreneurs, they're building marketing funnels, they're trying to hope that people will opt in, that will buy their <laughs> <Yeah>. first <laughs> offer. And yet, and some of them are born entrepreneurs, 
and then some of them, like you and myself, worked in corporate America. And yes. in, in speaking with you, <laughs> I think this is really an interesting point for people who are watching this. You did, weren't an overnight entrepreneur. When you started part-time as a personal trainer, you were a couple years in corporate. You want to tell your story about how, yeah. you, how that transition happened? Yeah, I don't tell the story a lot, actually. So a lot of people don't even know that I actually started out as a financial analyst working for Chrysler back in the day before the U.S. auto industry went bankrupt. Mm -hmm. I was a financial analyst for three years right out of college. And then when that happened, the economy you know, went down. I had to reinvent myself. And so at the time, I, couldn't, I didn't have a job. For eight months, I was without a job, even though I had interview after interview after interview, but no can secure the job. I had a family at the time, and so I was like, what am I passionate about? I'm passionate about health and fitness. So I was like, I'll get certified as a trainer. So I started doing that part-time, ended up getting a job in the medical field, so complete 180, and I was doing something called neuromonitoring, you know, and on the side, personal training. And I, that lasted about two and a half years until this idea of fit to fat to fit popped up, and so I just decided to run with it. and. You know, for the first little bit, it wasn't, obviously I wasn't making money or no one knew who I was until all these TV shows started calling me, right? What happened was my story got published on a, 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 a what's it called, a, a small subsidiary site of Yahoo, right? And then Yahoo saw it and posted it on yahoo.com. And once it was on the front page of Yahoo, every TV show called and, you know, the book deals and Dr. Oz and Jay Leno and Dr. Drew and all these big TV shows reached out to me asking me to come on their show, and then that's where I realized, okay, people are liking this journey. How do I, you know, what do I do? <clears throat> so I had to make the decision. Do I stay in that safe, secure place of having a paycheck coming in every week, or do I make that leap and go out into the world of entrepreneurship and take a risk? And I took the risk, and it's been the best decision ever. That's awesome. So. Now, you also did get an advance on the book deal, which made it easier. It gave you a bridge, so yes. to speak. Yeah, so I did get a book deal, and it gave me an advance, and I was like, okay, this is actually a little bit less risky, you know, than, than most people out there. So I, will, I would definitely will say that, is it was less risky because I had some money coming in. It wasn't like, okay, how am I going to make money? I'll figure it out somehow, you know? So I luckily had that to kind of help me, you know, as a push to make that leap. So one of the things that we talk about in <clears throat> Business Nitrogen and on Funnel Secrets is we, we liken building a funnel to, to buckets. We're creating mm -hmm. buckets so that way when the people are out there making it rain, yeah. they don't have the Oprah effect. The Oprah effect is, hey, I'm on Jay Leno, I'm on <laughs> Oprah, everyone buys my book, and then crickets. Yes. <laughs> did, did you have a bucket at that time? Did I have a bucket in the sense To, to be that, able to funnel you know, once you were on? I had no idea what I was doing. And then all this attention came. I didn't have a bucket. I had my hands like, okay, I'll grab some of this <laughs> and some of that over there. And hopefully I'll be able to hold on to this. And I, that's the thing is, you know, people don't know this. I went through ups and downs of financial struggles for the first five years of having this business, you know, where things would be good for a season. And then boom, what am I going to do? Do I have to go back and get a job? Or am I going to stick it out? And there was like two or three times where I was, you know, pretty close to throwing in the towel and say, you know, what? I tried and I, I need to find a different way. And then things would happen. So I feel like I know that this is the course. And I think for everyone listening out there that has been through those times, it's it is easy to go back to that secure, safe mode because that's what's been programmed to think. Yes. But if you're passionate about what you're doing and and you know you're going to figure out a way to, to make it happen, the how will come to you if you know your why and you stay persistent with that. Say that again. The how will come when you know your why. When you know your why and you stay persistent with that. Okay. You know, the, like that's people, the, uh, if they don't know how to do it, they're like, well, I'm not going to do it, right? But look at Elon Musk. He knows nothing about rockets, right? <laughs> you know, he figured it out with people surrounding him with the right people. And so many people in this world, they didn't know how in the beginning, right? 
And so, you know, there's a lot of lessons from, from people in the past that have been successful, but they didn't know how they were going to be successful. They just knew they, they had their why and they were going to, they stayed persistent, you know? So. Well, when did you discover ClickFunnels and how did that change your yeah, world? Yeah, I knew nothing about ClickFunnels in the beginning. What happened was a business partner of mine introduced me to this, this, this group of guys that uh, knew a lot about ClickFunnels and they said, hey, we can take your business and we could, you know, work with you and, and, and make a lot of money. And I had heard people like, sent, you know, marketing people saying, we'll do this, 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 and this. So I was kind of skeptical, obviously. And um, <laughs> Rightfully so, I like, so. I was like, yeah, I was like, why not? You know, I'm kind of in this place where I don't know what I'm going to do and things weren't great financially. You know, I was always struggling in the, the, the five, almost six figure range, you know, like, oh, I'm almost there. If I get to six figures, I'll be happy. So I gave him a chance and, you know, I, this is, it was like the perfect storm. So they came on board. I had just started, I had just been on the Dr. Oz show talking about the keto diet, right? And this was back in 2015, 2016, when keto was just starting to come up. And after Dr. Oz, people asked, okay, I want to learn how to do keto. How do I do keto? I'm like, I should probably put together a program, <laughs> you know, I should have had this before going on Dr. Oz, but I created it afterwards and it just blew me away with how much exposure I got from doing Facebook ads that led to these click funnels that converted people, you know, at such a high rate. And it was just, you know, it wasn't overnight success, but within two or three months, we were scaling really high. And at our peak, we were spending a million dollars on Facebook ads a month and making double that. That's awesome. Did everyone hear that? He invested. He was willing. But here, here's the thing. Yeah. Did you start at a million dollars a month? No, no. What, was, what was your zero? How much was your first ad? I, I know uh, the, the answer. Yeah. Our first, I think our budget was $25. $25 a day. Yeah. And you tested and you tweaked optimized and it. optimized. Yeah. And once you knew what was working, you did more of that and the metrics were there. Yes. And you just kept scaling and scaling and scaling. Yes. That's exactly. pretty cool. Isn't yeah, it? so it took it took a long time. It wasn't like the first day we, we made a hundred thousand dollars like some people think. But if you have a good team in place that knows what they're doing, you know, and you have the right content, the right personality, and you know, I think the biggest thing that I see sometimes in this industry is ego gets in the way, you know, and that's where partnerships can fail. And there's a great book I read called Ego is the Enemy. And I think it's a great fit for any entrepreneur to see where your ego comes into play. It's good to have an ego, a healthy ego. But an unhealthy ego, you can tell which one is is which in certain business situations. What's the name of the book again? Ego is the Enemy by uh, Ryan Holiday. Okay, great. I'm going to get this. That's a great book. I'll order it on Amazon (laughs) as soon as we're done here. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, some people here are probably wondering, well, what is keto? What is Mm -hmm. all this hype about keto? It is in the news. It's you you were on the front end of this curve. Yeah. And today we're hearing about it. You're talking about it this afternoon <laughs> yeah. at the conference we're out we're at. Can you share with everyone what keto is? Yeah. So keto has actually been around since the 1920s, but it just became more mainstream, you know, the past five or six years uh, to use as a fat loss, weight loss type of diet. And what you're doing is our bodies have this backup system, if you will, to use stored body fat as energy. But most of our generation, our parents' generation, we've had access to food pretty much on demand. Grocery stores, you go to the, you know, the grocery store, you pick up your food. But our ancestors didn't always have that. And so what happened when they ran out of food, right? Most people think, you know, you might die if you go 24 hours without food and you feel like you're going to die. But our bodies can last a long period of time without food. And it's called ketosis because what happens, your body breaks down stored body fat 
into these things called ketones, which serve as an alternative fuel source to glucose, which comes from carbohydrates. As we all know, most of our, our, our uh, society runs off of carbohydrates, yes. you know, the food pyramid. We were taught that's the way to eat, seven to 11 servings of grains per day. And so we've always been running off of glucose our whole life, and we've never really experienced what ketosis is. And so ketosis puts you into a fat-burning state where you're burning stored body, body fat as energy, and your brain, your muscles, and organs use ketones as this alternative fuel, and it's such a more efficient fuel source for your body. And so that's why people love it, is because you're not as hungry as often. Your brain is a lot sharper. You can go long periods of time without food. Like at this conference, everyone's fasting until about 1 p.m., you know? And then we eat dinner, and then that's pretty much how it works, you know? Because uh, you don't need to eat every three hours when you're in mm -hmm. ketosis. So it's amazing. And, uh, yeah, so it's just become more mainstream recently. Now, you have a new book. Mm -hmm. What is the name of the book if anyone wants to learn about it? Besides going to fit2fat2fit.com. <laughs> and, and by the way, I, I highly recommend. I, I can tell you this. We have doctors at this conference that are blown away at the information that you're sharing and how detailed and knowledgeable this information is. So if any Thank of you, you are interested, go to fit the fat to fit <laughs> yeah. buy the program. And what is your new book? Yeah, it's called Complete Keto. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble and it just launched about a month ago. And what Complete Keto is in a nutshell is it's a 30-day program, which is a ketogenic approach, but it's so much more than that because here's the thing, from fit to fat to fit, one of the biggest lessons I learned is transformation is mental and emotional, way more than physical. And, I, and so I plugged all of those things that I learned on the mental and emotional side and brought them into this book because you could give someone the best meal plans, you can give them all the science, the right macros, the calories, you can give them the plan, but none of that matters unless that person knows how to overcome their own mental and emotional challenges. And that's how you make it a lifestyle change. So Complete Keto is about complete transformation, not just physical transformation, mental, emotional, spiritual transformation while you're working on this physical transformation. Because here's the problem I see is our perception of health and fitness is, you know, physical transformation is the end all be all. If I just get skinny and have this six pack, then I'll be happy and then I'll love myself and other people will love me because our society puts so much pressure on us to look a certain way. And if you don't look this way, you don't fit in and, and people judge you and we don't want that. And so we think, oh, if I just lose this weight and get skinny, then I'll be successful and I won't be a failure. And if we don't reach that, then we think we're, we are a failure, right? We believe those lies. And it's simply not true. Kind of like when people chase after money. If I have money and fame, then I'll be happy. Well, if that were the case, there would be no suicidal celebrities or depressed people that have tons of money. So that's not it, right? So don't buy into that myth or that lie. Your version of healthy on your body is, is gonna look different than my version of, of healthy on my body. And you, you need to accept that and be okay with that. But here's the thing, instead of focusing on the results, like, hey, once I get to this uh, result, like this weight, mm -hmm. then I'll be happy. Focus on the process, the healthy habits, the lifestyle, and then let the results take care of themselves over time. And Changing that perception is life-changing, and if you can do that, you'll be so much happier in this life because you'll learn to be happy now where you're at while you're working on a better version of yourself instead of being miserable where you're at and saying, one day I'll allow myself to be happy. So, so if I hear you correctly, the most important thing is loving yourself and who you are, accepting that you're perfect no matter what, yeah. and we are constantly in a process of change and growth. Exactly. So that's a balance between those two things because sometimes we'll people say, well, if I just love myself, then I don't need to change anything, which isn't true. You need, Tony Robbins talks about this, the six you know, human needs, and one of them is progress and, and growth. And you need to have that. So loving yourself now where you're at doesn't mean that you stop progressing forward, right? Mm -hmm. There's this 
there's this want or desire to always progress in this life, and it's a basic human need. And so, but the problem that we have is, is we think, well, one day I'll be happy with this result, but until then, I just gotta buckle down, hate myself. But then before you know it, life's over, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. and, and as we get older, yeah. uh, we realize that more and more that it just flies by. It does. It's so fleeting. Yeah, life's too short to, to be at war with yourself. Life's a gift, don't yes. trash it. Enjoy it. Now, here's an interesting thing. Based upon what you're talking about being in progress and change, we have a lot of funnel hackers. <clears throat> some people are just getting started. Some people have six-figure businesses. Some have seven or are pushing up to eight wow. who are watching this right now. What piece of advice would you give them, especially those that haven't yet re reached that six-figure mark? Because, I mean, as you just said, five years ago, you yeah. were bumping. And I can relate to that as well. When I left the comfort of a job <clears throat> yeah. and all of a sudden there's no life preserver to yeah. grab on. It's all on you and who you surround yourself yeah. with. It is. It is. Obviously having a team is very, very important. I couldn't have done this by myself, right? But a couple of things that I'll add in there for advice is, you know, you don't have to do something as crazy as fit to fit to fit, but thinking outside of the box that maybe no one in your industry has ever done before, you know, thinking of those big ideas and not being afraid to pull the trigger on it. Cause Here's the thing, I didn't know how I was gonna do it. I had this idea of like, okay, I'm gonna get fat on purpose, lose the weight, and we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. And, I, and there was that fear of like, what are other people gonna think of me? What if this fails? I'll get laughed at. You know, People think I'm a failure. Don't let that fear stop you from doing something that you're really passionate about, right? We wouldn't have had the amazing inventions we've had unless someone made that leap of faith to do something that would challenge the status quo, right? So doing fit to head to fit was something that was outside the box that no one had ever done before. So, you know, I'm not saying you have to do something that extreme, but think outside of the box, right? Like, for example, you, you have a great story of how you came into this certain industry in franchising, and, and you didn't have that experience, which was a blessing in disguise, because everyone else was, was going downhill and you were going uphill, yeah. you know, because you had a different perception of, of the, the situation you're in. Um, so I created a blue ocean, so to exactly. speak, because I didn't know what the red ocean was. Yeah, exactly, that's the perfect analogy, <laughs> you know? Um, and then the second thing is, is bringing you into your brand, like letting your stand, what do you stand for? Like what is your message that you want to bring and bring that into your business, right? A lot of times I think I see people afraid to talk about maybe some personal stuff they're going through, but that I found the more vulnerable you are with your audience, the more they can relate to you and having that even more of a relatability factor. So fit to fit to fit helps me to a certain extent, but then once I opened up and talked about my divorce and the trials and tribulations that me and my ex went through and opening up about that, had so many more people reach out to me and feeling like, like, hey, this guy's human. He knows my struggles and he's he understands. So finding ways to be authentic and vulnerable with your audience, I think, can add an extra element of authenticity and relatability to your audience. Even if you're, you know, whether you're a personal trainer, whether you're, you know, a, a pet train, a dog training coach, or whatever your business is, there's ways to make it more personal to your audience, and I think that will help elevate your brand and set you apart from everyone else in your industry. Thank you. Here's a question, yeah. because we have people literally every week contacting Business Nitrogen that are, that are in the health and fitness industry, yeah. and they see, this, <laughs> they see the success you have, and they actually just imagine that you literally put up your funnel and website <laughs> and you had overnight success, yeah. and they expect that it's just going to happen for them. Yeah. What piece of advice would you give to the, those in the fitness industry that are looking to break in, to build a funnel, to create a following, a niche? Yeah, so it kind of starts with you know knowing who you are first, 
and knowing what your message is. Like, how are you different than everybody else in the industry? What are you gonna bring to the table that's different than every single person? So finding a way to differentiate yourself from everybody. And that has to do a lot with like soul searching and really discovering who you are, right? If you don't know who you are, you're just kind of a product of the environment of who you're being told to be. Does that make sense? And so finding what makes you different is really, really important coming into fitness industry or whatever. And then also having the long-term vision in mind instead of short-term success, right? It's cool to make money, but it's not about getting to that level. It's about who you become and what you learn while you're on that journey and being aware of that and recognizing that and, and pass that along to your audience of, of who you are becoming during the journey instead of, you know, hey, once I get to eight figures, then I made it and then I'm, I don't need to work anymore. That's not the case. I keep having to reinvent myself and, and discover who I am on this journey and it never ends, you know? Yeah, it's, in, it's interesting because so many people when they're coming in, it's sort of like stacking Lambos or yeah. they're thinking <laughs> yeah. about stacking Lambos and that doesn't bring happiness. It One of the thing that you did up front that, that blew me away was you did this because you really felt that you needed to understand your client more yeah. and you went, you had to walk in their shoes in order to be able to have that connection. Yeah. So how can you, it, how can they connect to their audience? And frankly, I always tell people that the, the amount that you earn is fantastic. It's only a direct correlation to the amount of lives you're touching and changing or businesses for yeah. that matter. Yeah. Amen to that. That's beautiful. So, one of the things that we at Business Nitrogen realized that you've been doing a lot is transforming people's lives. You're opening them up to new ideas, and with your new book, you're really helping them get into the mind. This is, it sounds like it's not just a book for people who are interested in keto. Yeah, I mean, it's a people who are looking to change their business, to change their mindset, to grow, to change. Yeah. And one of the things that we realize wholeheartedly is once you start growing, you're focusing in on everyone else and it's very hard to focus in on yourself and your business. Mm, yeah. So one of the things that since we have, you know, we build, you know, seven and eight figure funnels for clients, we have a little surprise for you. Uh oh, a surprise. <laughs> if you would like it. A new laptop, thank you. <laughs> a new Mac laptop. Let me turn this on here. So this happens to be your your current funnel, right? Yeah, yeah. So we decided that if you would like, we did a funnel makeover for you. Really? Yes, oh we gosh. did a complete funnel makeover for you. <laughs> that is if you amazing. If you would like it, I will give it to you and your team or even wow. set it up for you. I would love that, yeah. Well, can I? Well, maybe we'll talk off air. We'll talk off air. But this is beautiful. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. And oh, also, look at, that. look at your exit pod. <laughs> that is awesome, man. That is so, so we'll cool. show you okay. online what it looks like. I really appreciate that, Dave. That's awesome. Our, nice our, our pleasure. Okay. So, well, thank you for taking the time. I, I know when I asked you, would, would you be willing, you're like, what's this about? I so. know. <laughs> what kind of questions is it going to trap me with? You know, okay. just kidding. No, I, I do appreciate it because the journey and the story that you have is no different than funnel hackers that are watching this right now. Yeah. They're looking to change people's lives. They're, they're on a mission yeah. of growth. They're going to realize sometimes that that overnight success was a five and a 10 year journey yeah. before we make it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, thank you for being here watching Funnel Secrets. I want to thank Drew for Thanks being here you. as our guest. Appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. See you guys. Bye-bye. Have a good one.